This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. M. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. One seconds. Oh, Diva. Our number is 213 536 9180. Now, with Gmail? Now on with the yeah that's the internet provider. <laughs> oh yeah, our, our email, email is sloppy seconds, sloppy seconds with <laughs> gmail dot com. So yeah, you just put an at. Okay, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> it's been a wonderful episode, William Pitts. No, this is the beginning. The welcome. Oh, welcome. Hi, you sloppy stupid little fucks. You not so fucks. You dirty little fucks. Welcome to sloppy seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. That's Dig Dipper and I'm Meatball. How are you, Meatball? I'm good. You know, just getting ready to head out to New York City, baby. I, the city that never sleeps. What are your plans? You're going to stay with Mary Cherry. You're going to do your Dolly Parton gig. I'm Wait, what is Dolly, it? It's, it's a, a Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton tribute show. Amazing. Um, And, you know, here's the thing about the poster. Love the poster. They have her in heaven, like, with prayer hands. And for a, a little bit, <laughs> I thought she may have died, and I didn't no. know. She's still with us. She well, she went to the Balenciaga show. Bell. She did do a song with Taco Bell. I don't know. Someone sent me a message being like, what is happening at Taco Bell? And I was like, I don't know, but I'm all for whatever it is. Drag queens, Dolly Parton, Doja Cat. What is happening at Taco Bell? They must have money to burn. Taco well, Bell is it Hall? always is it, had money to burn. Is it Halliburton? I'm not. Li- I, listen, here's what I don't want to do: is go on a deep dive into the Taco Bell and find out something maybe I don't want to know. Not. Oh God. Nope. No. 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 So I'm getting ready for New York. Yeah, I'm gonna go see Wicked. Um, I'm really excited that we you got the connects at the Wicked door, which I don't know how that happened. It's it, friend of the pod. We'll yeah. just say that. Would you have sex with this friend of the pod? Ah. Yeah, so that's a yeah. Um, can we have like a mildly serious conversation, or I guess very serious conversation? What? It's like it's just everything is so fucked up in the news right now. Oh my god! Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's so crazy Dark because. Stuff. It's really dark stuff, and we, because of our recording schedule, we sort of, like, after what happened in Buffalo, like, we had already recorded these different yeah, episodes, so about that. and it's just, like, it's just the confluence of, like, we 
we live in this state of like, yes, another mass shooting. Yes, I'll ignore it mentally so that I don't collapse. And yep, I'll keep going and doing the dumb shit that I do in my life because that's the only way to like move forward. But like the confluence of like the fucking NRA convention and just all of those fucking awful hypocrites. And I saw this interview with god awful ted cruz where he was like it's just so horrible blah 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 and then literally the person was like happen only in your country yeah and he was like this isn't a time for politics and it's like it It is 100 percent is also it's like it feels weird to feel like numb to it oh yeah like to have no reaction just like all right well someone got shot like it's not a good feeling to and then to look at the numbers i don't know it's just you know what's crazy to me i'm like this is a fucked up thing to say but i'm like where are all the gun advocates whose family has been killed in gun violence i think they're out there advocating but i also think that they like are it's like easy to silence them yeah i mean it's just wild. It's just so wild that someone who is 18 years old, like I'm remembering my brain when I was 18 and it was unhinged. Well, if I had access to go buy a gun to go like, I wouldn't kill anybody. But I, if I like knew I could just own a gun at 18, maybe I would have owned a gun. I mean, I'm terrified of guns. Yeah, me too. But it's crazy that like an 18 year old can just go buy a gun. I am always shocked. Ammo. They are 18. They are not even allowed to drink. I'm always shocked when I like meet people in my real life who I know who have guns. Yeah, it's weird. Because a lot more people than you think have, have a gun. But they're like in their home. They're not like concealed carry, like bringing them to the clearer. Right, but they're just like, oh yeah, my gun. And I'm like, oh, you just like have a gun? Yeah, it could never be me. It's so psycho to me. Guns are so scary, too. Yeah. And completely, I mean, I feel, like, so ill-informed about the whole situation because it feels like a like a impasse. Because it feels like this, like, psychotic stalemate that these, like, wild politicians yeah. are just, like, weirdly in control of for, like, all the fucking, like, payola coin and, like, weird power grab. And it's just, like, yeah, literally... Like million dollars. Why couldn't we put all the power and money into, like, green energy and then have them be corrupt about green energy? Yeah. But, like, leave the gun and the violence and the oils and the missiles and all that shit. such an argument with my dad about oil. Like, and Oh, because he was like, Texas tea. Kind of. I was just trying to explain to him, like, why getting electric cars and, like, all this is actually better for the environment. But, like, the way that he has been brainwashed into, like big oil being like well it's too difficult to change so why don't we just keep doing this it's not that bad for the planet like stuff like that where i'm like oh like they really they really got you gal they got him oh well hey what's that on your nose where oh probably a sequin i actually pooped out a sequin the other day <laughs> you have got to be kidding me no and i and i thought about it because you know how like you were a gold schlager where they're like, there's little pieces of gold in it. Uh-huh. And it slices up your stomach and you get drunk faster. I was all I was thinking about was, I cannot. Is that <laughs> wait, is that what gold schlager is? It slices no, up like your rumor. stomach. That's just that people would say. I don't know if it's true, but then I was just thinking about like 
what is this little tiny plastic thing doing to my insides? Well, that's the whole thing is like don't don't they say like in order to take glitter off you're meant to like take this tape? This is glitter. This is a sequin from one of my costumes. Yeah, that's true. But glitter, yeah, you're supposed to take it off with tape, but the way I glue it down it doesn't really come up with tape. So you just wash it down the drain and then you put microplastics bio- in the it's, ocean. Well, it's biodegradable. How do they know that? I don't know. I mean, that's just what my glitter says it is. And I can kind of tell because sometimes by the end of the night, if I've been sweating a lot, it starts to like, it like loses its shimmer and turns into like a little bit of a, I don't know the word, like a goo? Trash? Trash. Just what? as I thought. Trash. But um, back to gun violence. Yeah, exactly. Hey, um, I saw this thing. I wanted to go back to the Taco Bell of it all. I saw this tweet that Miss Toto, I think, put, or or Tenderoni. It was like a photo of the two of them, like standing at that one place in Chicago that wasn't the there bean. when I was there. That de- <laughs> you know the, the bean. bean. Um, no, but it was like the caption was like, "Little do they know we just did the Taco Bell brunch." Do you know what yeah, I'm talking about? They did the Taco Bell brunch at the Taco Bell Cantina. Right. Oh, they were in what is that club? This club opened after I left Chicago. It's in Andersonville. I know exactly where it is. And it's, it's like where they do the brunches. I've yeah, they the do brunch the brunches there. and the girls perform like right by the door. And it's like Camila Fox. But what does this mean? Tenderoni posted 22 hours ago. It's a quote. They don't know we just did the Taco Bell brunch. And it's just Miss Toto and Tenderoni standing there out of drag. I think it's like that. Okay, so go with me. There's a meme. Look up the meme, they don't know, and it's a per- like a person standing in a corner in a room full of people. Yeah, see, it's that. So he's wearing a party hat, and he's saying, they don't know, and then the joke is, like, you can put whatever. Got it. And so everyone else is having a good time at this party, and it's him in the corner, like, doing whatever. Okay. So well, I don't- Tenderoni is better at the internet than I am. Yes. Well, most of the Chicago divas are better at the internet than most of anybody. Yeah, and I'm old at this point. So. They live on it. I still can't get over because I think a couple of the Kool-Aids live together in the same house, and they would be tweeting at each other. And I'm like, take it to the living room. <laughs> You're in the same house. Just take the fight to the living room. I don't want to watch. But I do. Because I'm that girl that loves mess. Girl, you will just sit there and be like, what's going on today? What's going on today? What's going on today, baby? Um, I would like to take this time to talk through June. Publicly, for everyone to hear. Because we have... Well, I want to hear about your personal schedule. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying we have some gigs, and we need to get it right. I, in fact, think... Get it right, get it tight. I... Get it right, get it tight. Um, I think we had had a conversation about, I think we need to make sort of like a graphic that's like, here are all the places we're going to be in June. Yes, because I know that together, our forces combined, we will be in San Francisco. I know, but you got to start at the beginning of the month because people have a hard time following how wild you talk. Says who? (laughs) Name is. Not name names. Okay, so I'm going to start things off. Let's popcorn it. Should we popcorn it? Yeah, but my calendar is across the room and I don't have my glasses. Well, pick up your microphone (laughs) and go look at the fucking calendar. 
right, I'll start. June 5th, here in Los Angeles, I am performing. See, this it's is your calendar. It's both of us because you have some other gigs. I'm just trying to. Um, we no, just need to tell get... them. They don't want to hear us do an ad for forever. I'm not doing an ad. I'm just sharing. This is an ad. Okay, I'm performing at Off Sunset. It's the Leather Street Fair in LA. It's next to the Eagle. Um, and I am performing at the Ungodly Hour of 1.20 p.m. on Sunday, June 5th. So get there early, Divas, for a show. But I hired some of Meatball's dancers from the patch to shake that ass. Yeah, baby. Okay, so that's June 5th for me. What do you have after that? Saturday for the 4th. Oh, when was before? Yeah. I have a Pride event in LA. Where? Don't know. It just says Pride LA on here. So. Oh, Pride LA. No, but there's no way. Hold on. Let me check my time. <laughs> I don't mean to put you on the spot. I just feel like we have so much happening. Oh, no. June 4th. This is, this is the one that I'm doing at... At... <laughs> at the in Santa Monica. Uh-huh. It's at a hotel, right? It is. It's at a hotel. See now, why did you you put me on the spot? Okay, so that's happening. Look it up. I'm tagged on the internet. Am I'll I inter- look it up. I can look it up right now. You're doing it at the the Lowe's Hotel in Santa Monica Beach as part of LA Pride with Chanel with an SH, with Mimi Marks, with Nebraska Thunderfuck. You guys should do a duet dance. No response. Why are you, what's happening? I'm trying to find the poster. I have it right in front of me. Okay, well, yeah, keep going then. Keep going. So that's Lady that. Bunny, Willem. Derek Barry? Wait yes. a second. Yes, baby. It's me and Derek Barry, baby. Baby, if you're in Los Angeles, come out to Santa Monica. You get Nebraska Thunderfuck, Derek Barry, Willem, Lady Bunny, and me. And more. Mimi Marks, Stasha Sanchez, Paris Sakomi Mox. Is Heclina at that one? Max. She's at one of them. No, Heclina's not that one. Okay, and then Whiplash, June 14th. New York City, baby. We are doing our live podcast at the queue. You can get tickets at uh, sloppyseconds.eventbrite.com. And that is going to be the podcast live on a stage. Yeah. It's going to be great. Very exciting at the queue. At the queue. So don't forget to come get your tickets. That is still going to be so exciting. That's so exciting. Also, on the 12th, before the 14th, <laughs> okay, I will be performing at the Avalon Pride event here in Los Angeles. At the Avalon, and it's me and some other. Oh my god! Okay, girl. we don't have to do this. I'm sorry. Yeah, you really put me on the spot. Like, I had I known, like, I would have fucking what your prepped. Gigs were like. I well, here's the thing. I know what they are, but it's also like so far. It's like two weeks. They're gonna be taken care of. <laughs> anyway, then on the 16th, uh huh. After the 12th event and the 14th in New York. The 16th, I will be at the San Francisco at the Saint. <laughs> You're such an asshole. At the Saint Francis for Drag Me to the Saint Francis. And it's going to be a wonderful time. We have so many queens, including 
Hecklina, Lady Bunny, Derek Barry again, Chanel, Lady Bunny, me, Nebraska <laughs> Thunderfuck. It's at the been West. Been on the 17th in it's Los at the Angeles. Western St. Francis, by the yeah, way. Yes, the Western St. Francis in San Francisco. It's the Western Hotel. It's a Western property, baby. Then on the 17th, I will be at Fat Slut at Precinct in downtown Los Angeles. Then on the 18th, I will be in Chicago for another wonderful drag event. That I just don't have at the Fairmont, <laughs> a Weston property. At the Fairmont, and it will be me, Lady Bunny, Ms. Cracker, Derek Berry, Mimi Marks, Amelia Black, Giselle Barbie Royale, Nebraska <gasps> Thunderfuck again, and Mayhem Miller. Giselle Barbie Royale? Meatball, yes. are you a corporate girl? What's going on here? I do love money. And then on the 24th, I will be at Seattle Pride. At um, a new bar called... (laughs) Fuck, I really... Listen, if you're listening, I hope today is one of those days where you've put on our podcast and you just sort of like, you're happy that there are voices in the room because we're not really providing... (laughs) No, at at a new bar called The Comeback Seattle. I will be there on the 24th. Who's going to come on your back? And it's well, it's from the guy who used to own our place, but oh, now it's okay. the comeback, and it looks like a really fun bar. Hoping I run into um, uh, not Tina Burner, but the one who died in that car accident, <laughs> Robbie Turner Robbie is Turner. alive. And then for me, I will just say on the twenty fifth, I'm headlining Orange County Pride in Santa Ana, and then on the twenty sixth. Meatball and I will be at Bo in San Francisco. That will not not be a live podcast. It will just be us hanging out and doing shows. But we love San Francisco. And we'd love to see you there. And I know there's going to be a lot of people there being like, wait, Dipper's hot. I want Dipper to fist me. Because I read it in the comments on the TikTok and I'm over it. (laughs) Well... It's let not me a just place say, to be horny. This is a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> let me it's a just very say, very serious journalism. The uh, the camera angles that we've chosen recently at my apartment, and then this last episode with Gabriel in the studio, baby. I I appreciate the hot comments because I look like a dump truck. Listen, full of garbage. Um, but can we do the last duet date? which is Mobile, Alabama in July, the weekend of the 28th, or sorry, 29th and 30th. The last weekend of July, Meatball and I will be in Mobile, Alabama. Yes, we'll be having a wonderful time. We'll be at Bebob's. That's right. And it's safari-themed. So if you want to see Meatball, find all those dates on her Instagram. And if you want to see us together... I should make a graphic. If you want to see us together, there are three key dates. June 14th in New York, SloppySecondSideEventbrite.com. June 26th in San Francisco. That's at Bo in San Francisco, and that's a club gig. And then if you are in the South and you want to drive to Mobile, Alabama, we are going to be there all weekend for the Blether Weekend in Mobile, Alabama at Bebob's, the 29th, 30th, and 31st. Get into it, yeah. Let's take a break. 
Okay. better is easy with factors delicious ready to eat meals every fresh never frozen meal is chef crafted dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week including calorie smart protein plus and keto also there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long when my fridge is stocked with factor meals i'm like Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppyseconds50 and use code sloppysecconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus... 20% off your next box. That's code SloppySeconds50 at factormeals.com slash SloppySeconds50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show yeah. is absolutely yeah. incredible. Or anime. Yeah, and under this sure. mask is another mask. <laughs> <laughs> you can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcast, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. And we're back! Are you excited for summer? I am. I am. I don't love the heat, and I definitely <laughs> don't love 
doing drag in the heat, which is like, why am I doing all these pride gigs? But I think maybe in July, I'll I'll just like cut back and only do like indoor. I don't want to do brunch stuff. I don't want to be outside. And I don't want to pad. Yeah, I I mean, I thought about this so much during DragCon. Like, I, I have, I am so sweaty and I get so uncomfortable all the time. And I'm like, yeah. I don't have a caked on face full of makeup, wigs, or padding. And it just must be so wild. It's so, it's just so uncomfortable. And I remembered, like, last summer, I was the door girl at uh, Hot Dog. And it was like, yes. it would be cute and fun for about like an hour. And then I was like, this is just uncomfortable. This is like not, this sucks. Um, being out in the sun is awful. Being in a hot dressing room is awful. Yeah, it's it's really so People have to understand that like when I'm in drag, I'm basically wearing the equivalent of like a down jacket. In oh the my heat. God. And a fucking... A hoodie or something under it, like something covering my head, a wool hat. I love one of my favorite things is just watching drag queens walk around with little electric fans pointed six inches from their face. It doesn't do anything. I it know. It like kind of dries the sweat where it is. Yeah, it's so funny. Hey, I have a uh, pivot conversation I want to talk to you about. I'd like a pivot. Um, I was having this conversation with a friend of mine on the phone, and I'm curious your thoughts. Um, I well, encounter- one. Don't answer, I don't answer the phone. So right, I know. You don't like to talk. to me. Or if you do answer the phone and I hang up on you, ooh, she's steaming. Steaming for about a day. I wasn't mad about that. I think we talked about it. I said, no, I know. I was joking. You were like, And then later him. I was like, okay, I'm available to chat now. <laughs> You're like, I'd like to hear what you had to say, please. <laughs> um, I was having this conversation with my friend about... I don't really know that I have the the word for it, but the idea of like fabricating success, not exclusively on social media, but just sort of out in the world. And the best example I can and the best example I can say is like film festivals, um, smaller scale awards. Um, I don't know. I know people who, who make one music video, but then they submit it for like three different internet film festivals that maybe only get a dozen submissions. So then they're accepted and then they win like audience favorite because they, they filmed like a 90 second, like could have been on YouTube, could have been on Instagram, but they do this like, extra bit to get it submitted. It's almost like how people get like published in a magazine, but you're like, well, what's the caliber of the magazine? Yeah. So this is like a kind of a Pub- caddy conversation. Yeah, published like, authors, well, right? And you're like, where? And then also, at what point does that, let's say that like film festival award lose its um, importance? Well, like, it's how like, long can you run with something that you want? Like, I won an award in 2013. Right. It's like, yeah, but in 2013, that was the best that there was. Congratulations. But, like, things have changed. Have you won any recently? And this <gasps> is what? Rude. That's just rude. Well, I this is what rude. I'm saying. This is like a tiny. So it's like it's like a caddy thing, but it, it really takes a lot of space in my brain. For instance, 
I have put out a couple music videos that have racked up decent numbers. I've never broken a million, but I think one of my videos, I think LaCroix Boy has like 800,000 views on YouTube. One of them did YouTube. rack up a million, but it was because someone stole it and posted it on their DJ site, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, on Facebook. So I would take those credits. I would take those numbers. But all I'm saying is like, to me, that actually has impact, even though it's just whatever on social media, but like 800,000 views on YouTube in the world yes actually feels like a visual like a like a like an accomplishment like oh i made a tiny tiny little dent in like global media because this swath of people have seen you know this like and this that me- i think has a stronger impact and is more valuable than say winning an award that only 120 people judged right but then if we were to, like list in my bio it's like dozen music videos on YouTube and then this other person is like award-winning filmmaker. You know what I mean? And so I have found as an independent artist, a lot of people do these strategies to like pad their bio. And to me, I think it's like, it's dumb because wouldn't you rather be judged against everyone in your field and the entire world like i would rather work on a tv show and try to go up against all other tv shows than like work on a tv show and like only submit it a, you know for like gay awards or only submit it for like whatever do you know what i'm saying i absolutely understand what you're saying. and i just don't know what the word for it is is it like is it like bio inflation or like um clout inflation like what is that i don't no, but it, the more you talk about it, the more it's just reminding me of like, uh, it's so annoying. Right, it's the where same you with like, like someone's like we talked about this almost when it was someone's resume. Right. Yeah, okay. This know. is really. I'm just Meepal and I are like re- weirdly smiling at each other on the Zoom call because <laughs> it's so tricky. It's so messy because there's not a way to say it because it's like it's not that they didn't deserve it and they didn't they shouldn't be allowed to like say that stuff. But it's like why you're shoot you're shooting down or you're shooting. Like latitudinally, what is that called? <laughs> latitudinally, latitudinally. Like you're not aiming for higher. You're just knowing what you can get, right? And so, like, I get it. You want to be like I, God, like I wish I had like a really good analogy for it. But it 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 is interesting, and I do like yeah. I wish I had like three awards, and I wish like people say this to me all the time. <laughs> you're holding up your talent award. Drag queen of the year talent winner. Um, I I do wish that I had like submitted my music videos for like a festival, and I wish that because people Is it too literally late? does it have to be created within like the certain amount of time? Because I, don't I think, think so. April showers could really do numbers. Uh-huh. Um, I just think that it's like maybe we're looking at it wrong. Maybe they're just submitting because they're like the more eyes I get on this, the better. And even if it's not the like direct internet eyes on the project, it's like a little bit of a roundabout way. They end up are they're winning things that we're not because they're putting in the effort to do that. This is what I'm saying. And like imagine if a resume came to you and the resume was like won this pageant, won this indie film award, um, was an extra in this motion picture film, and like blah, blah, blah. Now, if the pageant, there were only two other girls and it was like a bar pageant, 
And if the the Indie Film Award was like there were only, you know, 10 films chosen and they were the only one in their category. And if being an extra in the film was like, actually, I was in Times Square and they happened to film while I was there. It's like that's an inflation of those credits. But also that makes you pay attention when you're looking at a resume. Yes. I feel delirious oh, I hate talking the about industry. this. This is so oh, the industry. I hate the industry. No, I feel so weird talking about this, but I do think it's like an interesting, because I have never felt the urge to like do that. You know what I mean? I want to yeah. make like an impact in a, in a way where it's like, you just can't deny it. It's like, oh, everyone's talking about this or everyone's listening to this, but maybe that's the wrong way to go about it. I think it might be Devo. I think we should go to break too because my computer stopped recording again. <laughs> okay, we are back. We're have back. you have you seen this viral video of this um, valedictorian in Florida speaking at graduation? And because of the fucking don't say gay bill, he couldn't talk about being queer in his fucking speech. So he says uh, having curly hair, he basically uses it this like long form analogy for being gay. I, um, or I'm sorry, would it be that. metaphor? It's a, a simile. No, simile is using like or as. So a metaphor. A metaphor is like you're using one thing in replace of the other. So yeah, he said. Yeah, it's a metaphor. I had to come to terms with being a person who has curly hair and then talked about the acceptance and the things they learned and how like now that he's graduating, he has so much he wants to pass on to other curly haired kids who grew up in Florida. Like how rough the humidity like how rough the humidity can be and how you really have to plan ahead for your like safety and comfortability. Like it was a really, uh, and it's so it fucking good. awful. What? And I'm getting on a plane to go to Florida tonight. Psycho. Yeah. Me? I'm psycho. Yeah. Um. Well, if you haven't been paying attention to the riveting show, Go, go for the gold on Out TV. We are here to give you your coverage of Go, go for the gold. Episode three, which is twerking for grandma. Twerking for grandma. Now, um, what did you think? You watched? I watched. I just watched it. So it's nice and fresh. Nice and, and fresh. I, I, I like, can, I still cannot get over, and I said this last week. But whatever is happening between AJ and Ken, they just Honey. need to fuck and get it over with. Well, AJ is like, oh, you've heard of Fifi O'Hara? Well, get into my gig. I am the villain. <laughs> she said, but I will like, be. having fun with it. I mean, I guess. I do hate how he said females. Do you oh, know the yeah. part I'm talking when about? He went, he went, and normally females, or the females are better at shaking it. And, I was and I'm like, like just Whoa. don't say females. And then he was like, well, back then at least. Yeah. And I was like. Males and females. Just leave that alone. Leave that out. We're okay, so that AJ. It, it starts with them in the, like their little backstage workroom where none of them are mic'd. No, it's, it's annoying a, it's to like me. A, yeah, it's definitely, you're picking up a lot of echoes and room tone in that one. But um, but it's giving very season one of Dragula, where there was like one boom mic for twelve girls, right? Um, and then JoJo Guads, one of the judges, comes in to give a twerk lesson. 
Yes. What did you think of the twerk lesson? I think JoJo is so incredible at what they do. And some people's bodies just are not built to move like that. And he has worked on his isolations and popping and lockings. So some people who may not have as much rhythm as others definitely aren't going to get it. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's, he, like, I was actually surprised at what, like, a friendly and nice teacher he was. He was like, he's isolate great, he's that, nice lean guy. forward, dude. Yeah. yeah, he's When he was like, nice oh, guy. drop it back in your heels, like, stuff like that, where I was like, oh, he actually knows how to, like, teach how to dance. Right, or, like, do it, do your body in a C, like a body roll. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so AJ, AJ throws some shade at Ken, says, Ken has a big old booty, but I'm still wondering which 99 cent store he bought so he it got, from. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is why, because you're keeping your eyes on that booty. You're in love. But I think Ken's butt is natural. Yeah, it doesn't look fake to me. Um, AJ keeps that insinuating that it's fake. I'd like to go to that doctor. Oh, yeah. I want that discount. So Did not you... only is he insinuating that his butt is fake, but that he had to suck dick to get it for a discount. Uh, Reading happening. Oh, yeah. Um, I did like how Johnny was like, and if you feel like your outfit is not up to snuff, you can use underwear on the Andrew Christian underwear wall. Good old product placement. I mean, they're doing it. Eddie Danger's abs are insane. His body is crazy. Almost as crazy as his fucking confessionals. What is going on there? He's on a different show. Well, how do you mean? Everyone's on a different show. He's like, well, when I saw that vagina, I just knew I was just going to jump into it. And so I jumped it. Like, it's just like (laughs) so, it's like next level character. They're all doing, some of them are playing characters. And then there's Max, who's like just being a sweet, genuine little boy. Just a friendly guy. Just a friendly little guy who lives in his van out front. It was really sweet to hear them talking before the main challenge. And Rico was like, I used to get made fun of for twerking. And I feel like Rico is such a powerful person. Like, to walk around the world with, like, that many face tattoos. And then to just be, like, a friendly and kind person. And it's, like, and to have that much skill. And, like, Rico, as a dancer, is one thing. But, like, Rico, he also makes porn that's very hot. And he spent, like, years coaching cheerleaders and gymnasts what yeah like i used to follow him a few years ago and like up until like two years ago maybe recently no 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 pre-pandemic he all of his content was like him at cheer conventions like working with teenagers but i think when he started making porn he like pivoted out of that and now he's on tour with todrick hope he gets paid um, okay, so they reveal, Johnny reveals that the the uh, big, what do they call it? The main challenge? challenge main challenge on the, the main g- stage. The go challenge is to dance. They don't say lap dance. They just say dance for seniors. Yes, they said you will be dancing for seniors. You'll be go-going for seniors. Go, go for the gold. Go, go for grandma. And I thought, that the one guy with the big sort of Sam Waterston mustache. No, I know who Sam, you're talking about. Sam Waterston is from Sam Elliott. The guy had the Sam Elliott mustache. No, I think it's Sam Waterston. No. No, Waterston is SVU or just Law & Order regular. Yeah, yeah. Original recipe. Um, Sam Elliott mustache. I really thought that that person was going to like peel the mustache off, pull off a toupee and like be a young person. And, yeah, like, they didn't dance. look real. 
It looked like maybe a crew. They needed an extra body, and there was a crew member around. How do you find those seniors? How do I find them? Like, how did production oh. find those people? Craigslist casting call. And like, we're just saying, like, hey, strippers are gonna literally rub their dick on you. Yes, because there's no way that any senior would show up to that and be like, okay, I'm fine with this. It would have to be like a vetting process of like, so we're doing a show where go-go boys will be dancing on. And they're like, what's a go-go boy? Yeah, and they're like, well, it's like a stripper, but um, they don't show the meat, just the hole. That one grandma on the red sweater, bottom right, she was living. Well, it is. I was living for this challenge because I was like, oh, this is now they're pulling the page. Like, this is fun. Like, this is a fun and wild thing. I wish that they had been lined up, like, next to each other, not on different levels. Yeah, on the risers. But that's the only way you would have been able to see all of them and film the boys. But I really wanted more action on all of them. Yeah, it felt like kind of crowded and hard for the dancers to like get to them. Especially Steven, who I didn't realize that he's like very aware of his size. You know how some bigger go-go's are like But bitch, like, if you're I'm the only on you, bear type, if you're the only bear type in a room and there are people with Bryant's body type and Max's body type, like Ken has a lot of mass on him, but everyone else for however like, you know, muscular they are, they're all pretty slender. So yeah. I'm sure Steven feels like a giant like all the time because he's so built. Who do you um, think actually won? Like, who won in your mind? I think Rico won. Rico put on the best so. show. Yeah, and when Rico was talking, Rico was like, I am catering this to them. I'm being like a little cutesy, a little flirty. Then I'm getting sexual. Then I'm giving you a reveal. It just like, it felt like it made sense. Not, okay. But let's, we all need to calm down on what we're calling reveals. Sorry, she took her skirt off. She took her skirt off. We already knew what was under it. We've seen it. Yes, it didn't reveal any new information. It just, (laughs) she unclothed. Now, what did you... Like a stripper. Like a common (laughs) stripper. (laughs) Now, what did you think about the judges? Like, are they actually giving critique? Are they really falling into something? I think, and this is, here I'm going to be mean. The one on the end, that Greg one... Yeah. I can't listen to him talk. You just want to see the meat. No. Oh, he got no. the meat. No, I don't care. He literally is a white twink with mus- with mustache. He's like... He's an executive producer on the show with Johnny. It's him and Johnny's show. Good. Cool. I'm just I'm just saying out loud. Like, it was just I think that's part of the reason him. he's the judge. Okay. Because like listening to him talk, there's just nothing there he doesn't have much intonation but i will say i used to see him at johnny's party and he used to dance for mario at big fat dick and what greg does chef's kiss is you get him in a jersey boxer not a boxer brief but a boxer Mm -hmm. and he will give you that hard inside the like when he can be hard and it goes straight down the penis not uh, outward uh, okay. and he will give you that hard dick swing that flops in a boxer and he just puts his hands up behind his head you know sort of arms out and just f- like bounces his dick at you he does it very well yeah just tough to listen to talk <laughs> tough um. to listen to talk to 
The rest, what did you think of the judges? I think that they were like generally trying to help, but I also think that like it's such a. Uh... I feel like out of all the judges, Teddy has watched competition shows and he has studied and he is doing what he wants to do as a judge, which he's like forming relationships with the contestants. He. He coined himself a proud Papa Bear this episode. He was like, you took our advice from last week. So I feel like he is actually being like, I'm on a journey to be like an irreplaceable and judge. And JoJo was a really good teacher. Like JoJo, yes. I thought, was great as a teacher. Like more screen time for him. More more of that, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, Teddy Bear, We got we, someone needs to sit him down and talk about those outfits. You didn't like the fur mittens? Purple mittens. Purple mittens. You didn't like the harness? I think that I would have gone harness, headpiece, no mittens. I mean, he's good looking. Harness. Yeah, of course he's good looking. I'm sorry. Am I not supposed to be talking about the show with an objective Uh, eye? uh, As someone sitting from the outside with taste? With taste? And an understanding of camp? Oh, okay. She's she knows a little bit about camp. She understood the assignment. Yeah, I think the judges are great. I mean, it is it's it's season one, so they're like working through some of the rough stuff. Roof stoof. I okay, and you- then this is my last my last sort of curiosity for you. The critique that oh the tricks are the tricks are too much. Oh the gymnastics are too much. Girl, I Girl, will never get no, over someone I'm doing a headstand. Stop. I don't give a fuck. Also, it's like you were judging him being like, well, you did the headstand on the box earlier. You did this on the... I don't care. He was doing it for a new audience to yes. try to get smiles. Yes. He's going to use every trick he knows to yes. try to win. Don't be mad because y'all can't do that. And I think if I were a judge on the show, I would be like, I know you've done those tricks before, but the the objective here was to get the positive reaction from the the seniors, yeah. and you did that because you showed them your tricks. Exactly, and maybe and next that's week the they, trick that it takes, that it takes to go to go for the gold. <laughs> and I don't think that that yeah, they were all mad at him for that, but it's like okay, so what if we got mad at you for not doing any like doing the same thing twice? Right. Because oh, y'all just were just up on again. a little tiny box dancing, and then you right. were dancing on the floor. I hope there's an acting challenge. Oh, my God. I would lose my mind. How would they frame that? Like, you know, Go-Go's, often y- when you're at a bar gig, you also need to, like, sell shots? No. Well, yes. But... This just reminded me of what something that I think Zaddy said, and also uh, the uh, Randy Randy said, was that they don't mind if people like wasted drunk people come talk to them because at least someone's talking to them. Uh huh. So in my mind, I'm like, so how do you the acting challenges get oh, me blackout drunk, right? Trying to have a conversation with them while they're also trying to earn money from other people, and they have to act nice to me while right. also trying to turn me down. That is an acting challenge. Amazing. I should, I should be a producer. Welcome back. And we're back. You know, and Wicked. 
we have a uh, very special guest with us uh, from GoGo for the Gold. Uh, sadly eliminated on this episode that we just talked about. Wrongly eliminated. Go, go for the gold. <laughs> we love that theme song. It we is Max it. Adonis. Woof, woof. Hey, y'all. I do love that song. It's caught my head every time I watch it. <laughs> totally. Now, did, have you seen the episodes already, or are you watching them with us like at the same time? I'm watching them the same time as everyone else. <laughs> wow. And how do you yeah. feel? Um, actually, great. Um, I already feel like a winner just being a part of it. And I mean, everyone is just amazing. Now um, you are calling us, you're in your van. Yeah, I'm in the van. I'm traveling. Um, the van made an appearance on the show. <laughs> oh, it, it did? did? Which episode? When? Yeah, they, they mentioned it, I think, or maybe I mentioned it. <laughs> I'm always plugging the van. You know? Yeah, you oh, talked yes. about it because you were like, oh, yeah, I parked out front so I could sleep in later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to tell this, but they didn't give us hotels or accommodations or. Oh, yeah, we, we heard. Yeah. <laughs> so did you just stay parked by the studio so you didn't really have to commute? Yeah. Uh, I mean, when I had to, like, get food or, like, go to the gym or the showers, yeah, I was managing the. I would drive out, but yeah, at night I would park there and just, you know, get the most sleep out of everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And they were like, you know, knocking on the door. They're like, it's time to wake up. <laughs> now, That's tell nice. me about, that would be me. tell me about the showering, showering with the van. Where do you go? Do you go to the gym to shower or are there other places um, to shower? Yeah. Usually if I'm in the city, I'm going to shower at the gym or like a friend's house. Um, or maybe at the beach or something. <laughs> um, but then in the back of my van. Where at I the beach? Me. Sometimes I have those, like, you know, just wash off the sand bits, you know. <laughs> oh, and you're pulling the soap out and you're getting in the bits. I've oh, seen why people, not? Yeah. I've seen people do that, just fresh out of the water, soaping them up. The ocean water is dirty. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you don't want to keep it on you too long. Oh. <laughs> Um, or yeah i have a little spigot in the back of the van with like a hose and like a if you press a button it's like you can stop the flow however much you want what got you what got you into van life um that actually started about i think two years ago i saw some videos on youtube and i was like that's kind of dope i had a friend she is like a musician and she had converted a van so it was like, I felt like I had always dreamt about it and just finally felt like motivated to do it because of all these people living it. And I was like, damn, I want to do that. <laughs> now, are you having sex in the van, Max? Let's just absolutely. ask what everyone's curious about. I mean, absolutely about. you are. Of course. <laughs> um, I actually, I mean, all those escapades are being documented very well on my Just for Fans. Oh and, uh, yeah, yeah. Is there a oh, certain she's a model? Is there a certain genre of like van like like I live in my van and I fuck here too kind of porn? <laughs> I mean it's not like bait bus, that's for sure. I'm not oh, going around not at, you know, propositioning bus. guys on the side of the road, you know. But frankly <laughs> I would. Bait bus really, really took some years of my like middle school and high school jerk off life like i was really into that it's so toxic yeah i yeah it was super toxic they're like 
Do you yeah. see her beautiful breasts? Now put a blindfold on, and we're going to literally <laughs> assault you. Yeah, we're. <laughs> but as you find out, though. I mean, it's yeah, all it's fake. all fake. It's, yeah, yeah, everyone knows it's fake. They it's had just... to sign waivers, and yeah, <laughs> it's just weird to think that that is like a concept that people are like drawn to is like right. an assault fantasy. I think it's those in the closet gays who want to feel like, oh, I want to experiment, but it's not my decision. I was oh, yeah, you know and I then I liked it. I liked, yeah, exactly, exactly. You think um, uh, yeah. Girth Brooks ever did a bait bus? <laughs> you know Girth Brooks? I don't. Who is that? Oh my god! I feel like I got an legend, and he was like my he was my porn awakening. Like I was so obsessed with him when I was younger. Oh, oh so yeah. I, I need to Google him. Would it cancel the Zoom call if I Google him right now? It yeah. would. <laughs> so let's not, you can wait. Let's pull it up on the screen. Girth Brooks. <laughs> it's a whole. He well, it's a whole thing. All of his girth. Now, um, oh. about the show. Yeah, let's get uh, back to the show. You oh, okay? Okay. You got feedback, um, especially on this episode. They what did they say to you? They said like, um, like to focus more, be more specific. Like that, they said your dancing was a little all over the place. Did you take offense to any of the the feedback? Because you kind of strike me as like you're not looking for like dotted eyes and cross T's. You're just kind of looking for a vibe to have a good time when you're yeah. on the box. I think I went into it. No, I'm not upset by any of the comments because they are constructive and they all come from where they see go going, you know, they're the body or they're the, you know, confidence or <laughs> I forget all the gods and their you know, uniqueness. godliness. Yes. Uniqueness, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I don't take any offense. And I actually see it as kind of an opportunity to grow because I went into it thinking of go going as you go to the bar, you make people smile, you give them energy, you make them really want to enjoy the night um, in a hole. And in a hole. Sorry. In a hole. Mm-hmm. Find a hole to enjoy. Find a hole to enjoy. You, is it yeah. usually yours? Uh, I mean, if they're lucky. Ah, ah. <laughs> no, I... Uh, High-end ah. bus over there. No, okay, yes. I, but it made you shift your your idea i mean i definitely know that some people have their strong suits and that could be tricks and stunts or amazing body muscles um and i'm just somewhere in between and and i've always been okay with that um because like i do get to meet those people that are usually typically shy and really nervous and like oh it's their first time at the bar or you're the first one to ever smile at me or say hi. Like I get those, those people I think gravitate towards my style of go-go because it does kind of come off a little more, I think, approachable. That is something that I think I've found happens a lot in LA is people have that like outside exterior facade where it's like perfect and it's really, really intimidating. And then you meet them and you talk to them and they're like, just as insecure they have all the same like sort of neuroses and idiosyncrasies that the rest of us do <laughs> but it's sort of like a, it's a larger hurdle and so i think something that is like really special about you know what it seems like you do is that you sort of lead with a smile and i think that is probably like Aww. does you a lot of good and is like very valuable thank you yeah i mean i never want to go to the bar in a bad mood or 
bring any kind of negative energy with me because then that really does, you know, get placed on the audience. Right. And, and I find that a lot um, of performers, especially in, um, I mean, we can say we hope there are a lot of those gay for pay performers, the queer beaters, you know, if you would. Mm-hmm. And the bait busters. Yeah. <laughs> and usually they're, they're, you know, operating on a different frequency, which is just cash, cash, cash. Yeah. Drain, drain those, you know, UK um, cigarettes, you know. Faggots. Get the faggots. Oh, yeah. drain those we can say faggots. that. We can say it. Oh, yeah, we can say <laughs> faggot. Um, I love it. It's my favorite word. Now, I, I completely understand what you, you're saying because I've been to a couple of events where they do hire those, like, they're, they're obviously straight men and they're, like, weird around drag queens. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, so it's, like, watching them interact with men, it's, like, but you're okay enough to let these men, like, touch your body, grope you. Even mm-hmm. for a 20, like, you, you let them grab the hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they want to make that money. <laughs> and we all do. We all do at the end of the day. But don't uh, you think I, it would be better if they were gay? It would be grab better. the hog. I think they I think it's the promoters that are making that decision on who they fill their bar with. And I think it is kind of a detriment to the overall experience because I mean, I I'm, I'm in the back. I'm in the changing room. I hear the guys talking you know shit about the customers it's sad you know like guys what? Are, what do they say well oh well yeah the f you know faggot and <gasps> oh he was all over me and uh, like can't wait to go take a shower like oh i've heard it all you know <gasps> you know but then if the guy offers him a grand you know he like, can take him home you know <laughs> so <gasps> Yeah, there's a lot of guys. That's kind of expensive for some of those boys. They don't. They're not worth it. (laughs) If it's a sleepover, it'd be worth it. Yeah, all night. All night. How drunk they end up getting. Yeah. That is so wild. Well, if you're a promoter and you listen to the show, stop fucking hiring straight people. Plenty of hot gay people around. We're gonna expose them on the next podcast. That's the one. Well, listen. I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I'm talking overall, to you. Okay. Wait. No, wait. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Overall, how would you say? Are you happy you did the show? Yes. Overall, amazing. So happy. Um, I mean, we filmed it back in September. So right. it, it, oh, yeah. I feel like almost like partially a different person since then. Um, but yeah, I had two weeks to get ready for it. And I mean, I was in Chicago when they hit me up. I was in the van. And they're like, oh, but you need to be in LA in two weeks. <laughs> You said, let me put the pedal to the metal. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and I think I was actually glad to get eliminated when I do, because I was running out of stuff to wear. Uh, <laughs> believe it. Yeah, girl, some of these yeah. L.A. boys, they, they got closets. Yeah. You can see yeah, um, who was uh, actually got the designers to not flake and cancel uh-huh. on them last minute. Because I'd be looking at them. I'd be like, oh, I know who designed that. They... Like you know yeah, what I mean? They, <laughs> they politely pass. Yeah, um, exactly. Well, amazing. Where can people follow you? Oh, babe. Oh, everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Quirkswag, at Max Adonis, XXX. Um, uh, are, yeah, you a wine, like, are you a wine drinker? Where does cork swag come from? Because <laughs> um, my uh, stage name is Max, but my real name is Corey. 
So this is like 2012 when I started my Instagram and everything was swag. Swag this, swag that. Yes. 2012. What a year. What a year. Was that when, is that 2012? Is that when Kanye did those plastic uh, blind, the blinds glasses? The blinder glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when the Mayans predicted, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the world was yeah. Gonna end. I believe that I was living in New York City on the Lower East Side. Oh, wow. You should tell us about that sometime, Meepal. Yeah, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll talk about New York City. Thank you so much for being here, Max. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm really a big fan. Thank <laughs> you. Well, listen, um, follow uh, Max online at Corkswag or Corkswag. XXX is that the uh, just for Maxidonis fan page? XXX, oh, Maxidonis yeah. XXX, but definitely Corkswag, and then the link is in the bio. You know. Come Beautiful on, gown. business bitch. Um, <laughs> well, amazing. Three episodes, you did it. Thank oh my god. god, and we're coming back. There's a reunion. <laughs> oh, I was oh. gonna ask. Oh, you've got a QR code. I'm a professional. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh right okay. over the. He's holding up um, a, a saucy photo with a QR code right over the meat. It's like uh, the Super Bowl for my beat. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Max Adonis for being our special guest. We really covered a bunch of wild stuff today. Heartfelt chats. Um, a pretty messy promotional uh, segment about our upcoming gigs in June and a little bit of go, go for the gold recaps. Now, Meatball has exited the chat. Um, maybe there's been some drama and some beef. We'll have to explore that on a further episode. But that means I, that's right, me, Big Dipper, I get to do the outro, which I never get to do, and I'm very excited to do so. So, our number is 213-536-9180. Um, wait, what actually is the outro? Oh, here it is. Thanks so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod, or you can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail, gmail, at gmail.com. Uh, you can call in with your fuck talk story to that number that I sang so beautifully at the top of this outro. You can follow me at Jelly on everything. You can follow Meatball at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and Meatball queen or something like that on tiktok and make sure to follow mom podcast on everything too also if you are not a mom plus subscriber let me tell you a little bit about mom plus mom plus costs 4.99 a month on mom plus on plus you get episodes of sloppy seconds a day early and ad free also if you've been enjoying our video episodes you get access to watch the full video episode i've been putting these videos on youtube and about halfway through they jump to just a graphic page if you are a plus subscriber you get to watch the entire video episode which let me tell you is worth it also on mom plus you get access to on-demand viewership of watch with mom which is our new live stream series we're watching all star seven and we'll probably start watching movies and other series on there as well so as a mom plus subscriber you get to watch that whenever you want on your schedule also there is bonus content monthly on Mom Plus. So um, we, Willem and Alaska did an interview with Courtney Act. Uh, we did a special episode called The Assistant Files. We're doing some pride programming. We had a special DragCon episode. So there is bonus uh, monthly content on um, Mom Plus. So if you're interested in that, you can visit mompodcasts.plus. We will see you on Friday with an exciting guest.
Love you, bye. Doodle doot doot forever, dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early and ad free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, aka Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. <laughs>